if somebody's just starting out, you're just starting out in an HVAC company, there's some things you should have, like proper tools, a truck that runs, but literally one that just runs. Nobody cares. If you walk up with a nice, clean appearance and shake their hand and you're nice to them, you're going to get good reviews and people are going to be happy enough with that. They don't right. expect you to show up with a chromed out, jacked up, you know, massive truck that costs $75,000. If your truck is 12 years old, but it's clean, yeah. and, and it's, I mean, if it's covered in rust, yeah, they're probably going to judge you. But if, if it's a clean, functional vehicle that yeah. serves your purpose, that's all you need. I got to tell you, if it were me personally, <clears throat> and, I, and I would differ than other people in this, I would build a large HVAC company. I would never put my name on a truck. I would never wrap a truck and never do anything to it. Hey there guys, it's Nolan Walker and Jason here with HVAC Webmasters. Howdy. So the title of this one is... Uh, so you're starting an HVAC company. So you're starting an HVAC company. And, and I get, Jason, I get a lot of calls from guys that are that are new starting out and I just, yeah. I wanted to give some advice on stuff because I get so much, uh, I get so much stuff that I don't even know where to start with people. But one of some of the most, most basic stuff I want to do is start out and talk about what somebody should and shouldn't spend money on when they start the business. Because you know how we talk about how guys go and get F-250s and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that anybody should buy hardly anything, personally, besides like maybe the most basic proper tools. Yeah. Buy, mean, buy your tools if you need a truck. Buy a decent used truck. A decent, don't, don't, cheap don't truck. go buy yourself a, a land uh, yacht. Do you remember that <laughs> client that we got that wasn't necessarily HVAC, but they went and mm. bought a whole. Um, uh, they went and bought a whole warehouse full of uh, supplies. Do you remember them? Yeah. Yeah, they they bought yeah. a storage unit full of supplies. That's right. Yeah. And then they, they like went so well we got this nuts. great deal from the supplier. And so we went and bought all <coughs> they were just starting, and then they had no cash left at all, none. Yeah. And so I guess one of my points is when somebody's starting out a new business, and it really doesn't matter what it is, but for HVAC starting out, you want the essential tools, but you're not going to go buy upgraded stuff hoping to get business. Don't ever buy anything hoping to get the business. I've done that, by the way, I've done that for, it did, I did that for years and years. Um, we have a really nice office here, but it's not the nicest office, is it? Jason? No, <laughs> it's nice enough, but we don't like go through and we didn't hire an interior decorator. It used to be a doctor's office and we basically, we didn't change. We inherited a nice redo of, of an office in a hundred-year-old office building that we're in. <laughs> and the redo is 10 years old. And the redo is so, 10 years old. And we're like, good enough. <laughs> and we could upgrade it, but I don't, because I don't want to go double the square footage, because in Fort Worth nowadays, we could easily double or even possibly triple the square footage price right. for, for this office. I don't want to do it, so I don't. And you know, it's functional. It, it it's very functional. We, we actually do spend money, though, on proper people in here and all that, but we didn't even do that. In the very beginning, so I'm not so. I, not until you hired me. Yeah, <laughs> it took a while to be able to hire proper people to be able to pay them enough, and so that people want to stay and all that. Yeah. So if somebody's just starting out, you're just starting out in an HVAC company. There's some things you should have, like proper tools, a truck that runs, but literally yeah. one that just runs. Nobody cares if you walk up with a nice, clean appearance and shake their hand and you're nice to them, you're gonna get good reviews and people are gonna be happy enough with that. They don't right. expect you to 
show up with a chromed out, jacked up, you know, massive truck that costs seventy five thousand. If your truck is twelve years old but it's clean, yeah. and, and it's, I mean, if it's covered in rust, yeah, they're probably going to judge you. But if, if it's a clean, functional vehicle that yeah. serves your purpose. That's all you need. I got to tell you, if it were me personally, and I, and I would differ than other people in this, I would build a large HVAC company. I would never put my name on a truck. I would never wrap a truck and never do anything to it. Now, yeah. most people would completely disagree with that, but I did have a large enough home security company with up to 15 technicians out, and they were all subs and all used their own vehicles. Every once in a while, I got a complaint because the guy show up in a in a car with a ladder sticking out the back window. Um, but you know what? We never got sued because of having cars out there. It wasn't my cars. I never had to get hired in non-owned auto. I didn't have a big beacon saying, please run into me and sue me. You know, I didn't pay for $4,000 truck wraps. Right. I didn't pay for the trucks. I didn't pay for the increased insurance. I didn't pay for the stolen gas. We had, uh, I don't know if you remember this, we had an HVAC client. Uh, God, I do remember a good this. Three years ago. A long time ago. He had he had a large company and he had like 20 trucks. He wrapped them all, all the wrapped. same. No, they weren't wrapped. <clears throat> no, they were. And he and his uh, business partner got into a dispute and he had to rewrap them. Oh. Uh, because his business partner's name and all this other stuff had to be taken off. Okay, so there was a so, difference. So he had already wrapped 20 trucks and then he had to do it all again. Right when you started, about five or six years ago. Okay, that's a different There one. was another guy, and you might remember him, and he was HVAC too, because he was wireframing a website for $30,000. Do you remember that? I do remember that guy. So yeah. he went out and wrapped all of his <laughs> trucks at the same time, but they weren't wrapped beforehand. And it was like 20, 20 or 30 trucks. Yeah. Within two weeks of all the wraps being on the road, he gets sued, got sued again a few months later, and within two or three lawsuits of all the trucks, he shut the company down. Right. So... For me, uh. for me, wraps are. I mean, I, I'll give the positive. Yeah, one view. of the, I, 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 yeah, one of his drivers got in an accident or yep. something, and so he got bad sued accident, like was, like hurt somebody. Yeah, because you know they were they were on the clock. Might have gotten sued for that anyway, guys. But no need to put a beacon in. For me, I'm gonna 85 percent say that wrapping vehicles is an egotistical move for the business owner. Yeah, it's all. It's ego. Yeah, it's 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 all uh, ego. It's driven. all your issue, yeah, all not vanity. other people's issue. Other people don't say, uh, you know, when was the last time somebody called you and said, um, yeah, okay, come out. Yeah, oh, you sound great. I like your website. I like your reviews online. Listen, um, what does the car wrap look like <laughs> that's coming out here? I and and by the way, people might see your, your wrapped truck. And if they need uh, a track service six months later, they probably don't remember the phone number or the name or anything else. There could be an driving. argument if somebody like blanketed a town. Yeah, if if you had if you had a big company and a lot of trucks and people are seeing them every day, or an sure. isolated town of 50,000 people. Yeah. yeah, without a lot of bleed out to the metroplex, and you have five trucks on the road and everybody sees you. I could see right. a few argument points, but 85% of the time, I'm going to say this is an ego-based thing. No one ever asks you to qualify that you have wrapped vehicles coming out to the uh, to the house. No. Is that vehicle wrapped? Because I won't do business yeah. with people. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the main points here is to tell people not to spend money before, what do they call it, the uh, cart before the horse. Right. Don't spend money before you have it. 
Don't spend money with anticipation. <clears throat> don't go have beer and make up calculations on a barroom napkin and then make decisions based upon that. Don't say, hey, if we only do this much business, then we can afford this stuff I hope easily. our car wrap client doesn't see this. I hope not. <laughs> I doubt it. Well, you know what? It's not like we don't kick butt for him anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he's hugely successful because of us, but still, we're sitting here, don't do this. I don't understand why people do. <laughs> we have one car wrap client that is top of the market. Um, I'm he was just starting when we got him. Yeah. There were two major players yeah. in this Metroplex when he started up, and he, he's local to us. And he's now top he, guy. He's the major everything. guy. And he's so busy. Okay, so let's talk about other things you don't do. You don't go hire somebody. Guys, when you lose money in business, We've done these before, but I've never done one that spoke on this granular level yeah. instead of just what to do on marketing and stuff. So, And for, by the way, the, the just back to the wrap thing real quick. Some yeah. people will tell you that doing a truck wrap or a car wrap is marketing. Is marketing. And yeah. technically, you might say it is, but marketing needs to return, and it's not going to. It's marketing. Not, not enough to justify it. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Anyway, I, <clears throat> and so um, what was the next thing I was going to go over? I don't know. You just cut me off, Sorry. man. <laughs> Knocked him off the track. We're doing uh, great today because we're in North Texas. It's completely blanketed by cedar pollen. It may be why. Yeah, I don't know. But okay, so so the other things that you don't do with your money, you don't just hire people. Right. So guys, you don't go hire somebody for your office. And I, I had a statement in here. I almost called it this. We may do a different call, podcast called Don't Bitch, Just Do It. <laughs> so don't bitch about stuff you don't like to do. Just flat out, I gotta tell you something. It's taken me until this age. I, I, I told uh, uh, J Matt the other day, I was talking to somebody that works with us here, and I told him that really I have a chronic, it's like a chronic illness that I deal with on making sales or having to do rote work here. It's a chronic issue that I deal with my mood or my psychology or, or whatever it is, but there's certain things about the job that I do that I don't like to do. And for example, whether or not you like hearing it during this uh, podcast or not, we're working doing a good job on this podcast. We really didn't want to do it today, did we? No, we didn't. So, um, but but it came a, in and I was just like, ah, oh, damn it. We haven't done any. This it's it's January what sixth or seventh or seventh? Yeah, it's January seventh, and I haven't done a podcast since December twentieth or something. Something like that. Yeah. It so was, we uh, needed to do one, Christmas. and they're important. They're important to the business for multiple reasons that I would tell you, but uh, you know all these uh, people that come listen that aren't potential clients, I don't want to tell them why they're important. But they're important, so we do them. And I might bitch a little bit about it, but I don't bitch much. I just, by God, get the job done. I bitch so much about having to do sales or other stuff in the past, and I'm sure a he lot really of does. you, I still bitch about it all the time. But I try not to bitch as much, and at least if I do bitch, I, I deep down understand that I have to continue to do it. Yeah. I mean, it just He was on a cruise, and he was still doing sales. I do sales no matter what. Listen, yeah. this stupid signal didn't work out there at all. I couldn't get on anything. But you still got some while you were gone. That's the yeah. Point. Yeah, but so I've, I've often told him that his best uh, sales runs always happen when he's mobile, I've tried to get him to buy an RV and just live on the road. It, we would all be it makes me unnerved that money's getting spent and I'm not doing anything. Right. And so, I mean, but 
So I, I, I don't like doing everything I do either. And the, by God, there's been dozens of things that I haven't enjoyed doing from cleaning a toilet, which I haven't done in years, to uh, whatever, sweeping the floor. I mean, there's just stuff that nobody wants to come in my office and really clean it thoroughly. So every once in a while I have to do that. I think that. everybody's afraid to come in here without permission. I don't blame so them, really. Think about I don't it. blame them. But, but anyway, there's a lot of crap that I do that I don't like to do. There's some things that I do like to do. I actually enjoy the act of making a sale. I just don't like the loathsome monotony of it and then having to talk to people before the sale. Right. right? So Everything leading up to it is a chore. <laughs> <laughs> I like the part where they give me money. <laughs> I, like, I like the consummation of it, but not any of the foreplay beforehand. Yeah, it's like, so I, there's a lot of stuff I don't enjoy doing, but I do it. And I think there's a lot of things that guys don't like to do that they just try to hire out. Yeah. I think it's ridiculous for a company with no money to have some surly-ass person answer the phone. Yeah. Just because you might be buried in an HVAC system temporarily. Now, I will say this. It's different than my business. If somebody doesn't answer the phone pretty quickly, they might move on. So you might have to get help, get a spouse to help, get a uh, service to help. But guys, if you're getting a service to help, you'd better be checking up on them regularly. Yeah. We actually, for a while, we were doing call tracking for a lot of our clients, and we discovered, was it an HVAC client? There was tons of them that had idiots answering the yeah, phone. Yeah, we, we actually discovered a client that they were complaining that they weren't getting a lot of leads, and we're like, well, we're seeing a lot of calls come through. That let's, was let's go a check plumber. Well, was that a plumber? You're was right, because it was a water heater. That was a water heater. Yeah. And uh, you guys are in HVAC, maybe you know or don't know, but water heaters are a very uh, very uh, highly prized lead for plumbers. An expensive lead. Expensive For pay-per-click. And a good payoff yeah. if you get the gig. Yeah. And we listened to their calls to check up on it, and you had this office person going saying, well, the guy who handles that isn't here. You're going to have to call back. I'm sorry. Click. The water heater specialist isn't in right now. Meanwhile, they're paying a fortune on a pay-per-click campaign, not because of us, because of how much Google charges for it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And so at that point, um, whoever's on the, other, on the other end of that line, they call this guy. They got, they got their water heater, you know, flooding their house or whatever. Yeah. Or, or, or just not working or whatever. They say, well, screw that, and they call the next person. They're not going to yeah. call you back. So most people that I've found in business, some of the mistakes they do are such dummy things. And yeah, it almost sounds like we're talking about like business 101 stuff, and we kind of are. It is, but... we but see people screw that up. Everybody here is going to do this. I did yeah. this. This isn't, it isn't just we see people. Like, all people are going to do this. Sales are vital. So if you can't answer the phone, get somebody who darn well cares. If your spouse doesn't care enough, don't let them do it right don't let them do it so, so whoever answers that phone's got to have sincerity in their voice if they don't have sincerity in their voice you're not going to schedule much of your jobs you're not going to schedule nearly as many as you should have if you're running around only doing a job a day starting out don't pay don't do anybody as soon as you get your head out of whatever you're doing stop and call back like as quick as you can and you do it and then you pay the service, but don't start. Oh, I gotta get a. I need to get a girl Friday in the office. I need to get a call service. So I gotta get. I got two fifty. I gotta get it wrapped. I gotta get my wave runner because on the weekends I'm, you know, I'm gonna be at the lake. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you think that's funny, but there's a lot. Yeah, no, you check off every box of everything. <coughs> I gotta get my tools. I'm gonna go call Matt. Go and get some new stuff, and I'm gonna get all rigged up. Get the tool truck by. We're gonna buy it up. 
let me go shick on an SBA loan. I mean, come on. I mean, that that's like, don't, don't get an SBA loan. Don't get any loan. Don't go inconvenience your friends and family asking for a loan. Just don't do any of that stuff. I mean, get money, get going. If you're working somewhere, work on the side, get your stuff going, get a website put up, call the webmasters, call HVAC webmasters, get a proper website, begin to get organically optimized, get your Google Maps set up, get reviews beginning to come in, hook in with righteous reviews so you can send in check-ins and begin to get the organic presence going, answer your own phone, po' boy the living hell out of it, don't hire a damn soul to do anything, right? Right, and then get so busy that you can't stand it, and then you get your first truck broke off. Right. Preferably one that you don't own, that you don't pay anything on it, and then if you had to, make sure to get hired to get the guy to give you additional insured. That's when they name you on their insurance because they're a sub. Right. Right. If they're not employed. And the thing is, if you do this, if you suddenly sort of just like put your head down and say, this is what I'm going to do, you'll look up one day, provided you've done all the right stuff at the beginning, you're going to hunker down and then one day you're going to look up and everything's going to be running really smoothly and you're suddenly going to realize you have cash flow and you can maybe think about not doing all of the stuff you getting like a wave runner boat yeah that's when you think you have after you i want to talk about money. things running smoothly so yeah. let's talk about that you're gonna have to manage processes you're gonna have to manage people some of you guys are gonna yell at people to manage others are gonna do something in between but whatever you do to manage your people do the best job you can at it and i would argue that to implement in some software I don't have any recommended software for this, no. but you need to get into some software for managing your appointments, your finances, stuff that's probably specifically related to HVAC company. Yeah. That if you look, you'll find somebody, probably someone who has formerly had an HVAC company or still does, who had someone write software for them because they couldn't find what they wanted, and now they sell it to other guys like you. Yeah, and and I'd say software is so a couple. So what are so if I told you all the dumb things not to spend money on, Wave Runner boats, F two fifties, new trucks, some girl sitting in the office or guy just because you thought you were supposed to have somebody, right? Um, somebody answering the phone because you thought you were supposed to have somebody, tons of paperwork and junk before you needed it. What you need to have is proper tools, a truck to get there, whatever licensing you need, proper uh, s proper entity structure for your legal protection, contact an attorney. Make sure you that is something that you would spend money on. So uh, proper entity selection, contact right. a CPA or an accountant, proper uh, legal uh, entity, contact an attorney, and get your basic taxation legal entity and legal protection and taxation figured out. Do not uh, delay paying payroll taxes. No. <laughs> they, they will, I know so many people who went out. They who, will who close your Went doors. out of business or ended up in jail. They will that. lock the door. Did you know they'll do that? <coughs> oh, yeah. They will padlock it. So don't not pay the taxes. And if you have to, go pay the CPA to pay the taxes. Don't ever ever spend the tax dollars that you took out of someone else's check and then didn't pay the IRS. Right. Don't ever it, do It's that. funny you're saying, because what you're talking about, CPA lawyer, that's all professional services. Yeah. And we've made the point in other podcasts that we are one of those professional services. We're a professional services. service. We're not just a bunch yeah. of schmoes in here. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. 
Thanks, well, Jason. Not as far as they know. I appreciate that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not like someone who answers the phone or something like that. We are a professional service. We are, you know, you've got your your CPA for your books. you got your lawyer for your legal matters. you got the webmasters for your marketing. Yep. And it's just as important. There's very few other professional services that you need. You're not going to need the attorney, hopefully, ever besides entity selection and setup. Yeah. You can pay somebody hopefully. two or $3,000 to get you set up. Yeah, I mean, some of you guys, listen, if you don't have any money at all, you do what you got to do. I'm not giving legal advice, but if you're going to run around on a DBA off your own personal name, you're just completely wide open, but yeah. you might do that. You might also spend a little money on some additional insured for liability protection from your insurance company. You call your insurance company up and say, I'm driving my pickup around doing jobs. And they go, okay, well, what are you calling for? I'd like a million dollars liability un umbrella. And you go and you try to you get a little bit set up. It's in your best interest to do so. There are specialty companies. It's not going to be actually your home insurance company. It's going to be an insurance company for a business. Right. But you'll call and get something so you have some protection. That'd be the first things you get. So you move from being a DBA doing business as uh, you know Bob Smith to doing business as Bob Smith HVAC LLC. Right. Then you move over. And then you've got legal protection. You get a little bit of insurance. You po-boy everything, but get legal protection and insurance. You pay your taxes. Um, you spend some money on some software, cheaper software to start, maybe more expensive later. But you spend 100 bucks a month on software to put all your clients in there, be able to email them back, uh, catalog their email addresses, invoice and ticket them. So right. that would be your next thing is to get software to do that. You're going to pay anywhere from 50 bucks to... $250 a month for it probably, right? Yeah. Um, you can go on the low end to start out. You can go low end and then, and then go up to once you get a fleet and start handling more people. There's other software that does more stuff. And then you get your marketing set up. Marketing is actually, before all that, depending on how little you have. Because right. without marketing, you can't make any money. That sales software else. is going to sit there empty if you don't have any marketing. Yeah, so you've got to get a website and a design and code base and content. You've got to set up your GMB account. you got to start getting reviews. And then you might look into buying a lead or something else so that you're, you're, you're one lead at a time to the next lead. And then you do one job a week and then two jobs a week and then three. And you save your money and live on as little as possible. And you put it back in and put it back in bolster up your insurance, bolster up <coughs> legal protection. And that's how your business grows. You stay right. poor on your building. You never get to be fancy. That's because that's what it is. It's fancy pants. My grandpa, I forget what he would have called it. He would have called it being fancy pants or something yeah. like that. You get You're a big, for your big old truck driving around, <coughs> just pulled in. You got your big old new office. You look in, you're like, uh-oh, I didn't make any money. Slow season rolls around, spring and fall, and you're like, Boo, and you're like, what do I do? And now you got all your fixed expenses raised up. You got your big ass truck, you got your wave runner boat, you got your new home, upgraded spouse. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get I can't, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, upgraded spouse, and now child support payments. There you go. Yeah, that hurts too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any of that. I didn't need an upgrade because my wife's so wonderful anyway. <laughs> Whipped in sub submission. He's only saying that in case she sees it. Yeah, she's not going to Please. Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Um, 
Anyway, somebody somebody else might watch it and inform her or something. Snitches. Snitches. Nobody said about you. <laughs> Nobody in my family's watching. But anyway, so yeah, you, you don't want to set up uh, fixed expenses, guys. Those trucks, those boats, those uh, extra employees. Guys, in, in HVAC, you want to talk about a hard truth in HVAC? They got to fire the living hell out of people as soon as the off-season hits. Yeah. They got to flex up and flex down on workforce. Right. Another reason they got to stay sub on stuff. They can't, you can't keep some nice girl or guy in the office just because they're nice when the phone's not ringing because it's a constant 72 degrees outside. Right. You just can't. That's another thing. And well, got, like we've got here, we don't have winter anymore. My hat's off to them. I don't know how they do that. Yeah. That'd be tough every single year. You know, you're done. I need work, boss. I'm sorry, we're done for two months. Yeah, I'm only it's the off season. We got Billy over here running maintenance and calls, and I'm running a few. It's like, what happens rather the rather the four of you guys? We'll call you. We'll call you when it gets. Cold. Hopefully, we'll call you in sixty days. We'll call you when a cold snap hits. We'll call you when it gets hot. Right. You know, so you guys, uh, and that that is not for me because I'd never run an HVAC company. I don't know how the heck that end of it works. But I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that they got to flex up, flex down, and be ruthless about it. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't pay your family's money for y'all to live through the wintertime or, or, or spring and fall in this case. Yeah. To somebody else just for that reason, you know. You keep a skeleton crew when there's nothing else going. Or you all, or, or that's why a lot of these HVAC guys combo plumbing. Yeah. You know? Because that sustains them because plumbing, plumbing yeah. doesn't really have an off-season in the same way. It does not. They have busy seasons, but they don't have an off season. Yeah, doesn't. But you got to watch all that stuff. You got to watch fixed expenses, fixed overhead. Don't listen to public opinion. I'm again. I'm Except not, us. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> your. You gotta. You gotta watch propaganda anywhere, man. Yeah. But but I'm not your attorney on any of this stuff. I don't know what the legality of it is. But you you don't. And this is taboo stuff to talk about too. But you don't start doling out uh, health care and. 401k stuff unless you had to unless yeah. you had to. I think at 15 employees in Texas there's some minor stuff and then it like it, on on certain rules and regulations and it maybe be, it used to be 25 and I know it like 50 is the mark for healthcare. Yeah. But you don't do that stuff guys typically <coughs> unless you flat out have to because you will not be competitive with your with your you won't be with your competitors with your peers people that don't pay that in. So you've got to be careful on how that happens. It might happen for an HVAC that's commercial, but most residential guys aren't. I mean, if you've got an HVAC company that's 50 employees, meaning you're running 35 trucks, yeah. more power to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to have to be even more. You're busy. You're going. But yeah. most of you guys aren't running. Most of the time it's not going to happen, but Jason, what's going to end up happening to them is that somebody's going to walk in their office and say, hey, you could get health insurance if you just provide it as a benefit and then you get a discount. Well, guys, the discount's way, not anywhere near the amount of money you're coming out of pocket for everybody else. Right. Same thing on the 401k packages and putting money back on that. You're not gonna save nearly enough to provide it forward and then your fixed expenses have gone up to where you can't, you can't make profit, can't do business as well. So some stuff I've learned over the years, I don't know what else to go over on this stuff, but that's, you have to stay profitable. You have to stay effective. You got to keep expenses low. 
got to stay away from certain sides of propaganda of what people think you ought to do. Your friends and family saying, don't you just manage people? Don't you just hire and tell people what to do? No. And a lot of these guys know this. They're out there doing the work themselves. You right. Know? Yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of our clients are like, you know, single or two, two-man operations. I had an HVAC guy come out, the owner, yesterday evening, last night. Really? To my house. We had... Um, we had some, uh, I have an American Standard system with Honeywell humidifier units on them. Guy rolled his eyes literally when he heard that I had a humidifier because he said he went to 400 houses last year and nobody had a humidifier except me. And so the humidifiers were leaking water when the temps dropped in the 20s because the humidity goes so low. Yeah. So they're trying to replenish humidity into the house and, they're, and it's leaking into an overflow pan and dripping out the drip underneath the soffit of the house. Okay. Profusely. And uh, we went on a trip and I couldn't even do anything about it. And uh, essentially what I got out of it was that I was going to shut the humidifier off and not worry about it because he said it was ridiculous and, and where we are to have it. But the point is, he was out there, man. Yeah. I mean, he's my age. I mean, we, we see a lot of those guys yeah. like that. Yeah. They're, they're, the, the, guy, the guy that is our client is the guy doing the work. So I'm not suggesting, I'll, I'll say this before we finish up, to finish up here. I'm not <clears> suggesting <throat> that you always be that guy. Yeah. I'm telling you. Hopefully, hopefully, eventually you don't have to. Do hopefully, that. you would do so well because if you're frugal and don't raise fixed expenses and efficient processes like software and great uh, marketing like like HVAC webmasters and getting the phone to ring and then watching details, then you become the manager and hire more trucks and more people, right? right. And then you build up business and get repeat business and constantly put on new business and repeat business grows. So that's how these HVAC companies grow into juggernauts because of repeat business and constant new influx. Right, right. So hopefully eventually, if you do this properly, you're not our age and and hustling that that service call because it gets tough and it, frankly, you know, you just can't do it as well, right? Right. That guy was over at my house at 6.30. He did 400 calls himself. Last year? Last year. Wow. And. Uh, you realize what 400 calls would have done on righteous reviews? You know what I'd... 400 check-ins. Do you, Guys, I got to ask you a question, so this is interesting. Do you think that I pitched our web services and righteous reviews? I'm 47. I'm going to guess he was 45. He came out. He'd been in business for, I'm going to guess, 20 years. Do you think that I pitched him? I don't know. Did you? I did not. Because, you know, because he was 45 and still coming out and having to do the job at 6.30 on a Monday night. That's why I didn't pitch him. Why did I judge him? Because he was 45, came out to do the job. He hadn't Monday moved night. up the ladder yet. He wouldn't have listened to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm too old at 47 to waste my breath beating my head against a wall on a guy that doesn't understand. Now, he was skilled and I was pleased to have him out there. Yeah, I was pleased that he hadn't grown his business well enough to where he had some newbie come out because I, I had a special situation. I wanted this guy out. In fact, I deliberately <coughs> looked up older companies and sought this guy out and made sure that he was going to come out. His name was Bobby, by the way. <laughs> I'm not lying. Bob. I always use Bob for an example. His name was Bobby. And I'm not ragging on him. He's a great guy. And I'm actually having him do some work on it. But because I had this weird expensive system that the previous uh, homeowner put in with the humidifier unit, which is very unusual in my area, I wanted an expert out of the house. Yeah, we don't need any extra humidity in Dallas. But had he been (laughs) open to stuff, 
he would have already been there. Yeah, you would never, you would. Not I have would met have him. never met him. <laughs> and the fact that he was who he Except was, I saw him out. Call. No way in heck I would have pitched him because I would have wasted my breath talking to him. His eyes would have glazed over. He wouldn't have listened. We would have both wasted about twenty minutes of our life, and I didn't want to have that conversation with him. Right. I shook his hand. He's coming back out uh, to put the facing on uh, one of the units. My um, the the electricity basically to the um, filtration system burned out that emits some ozone and does this electrostatic stuff is burned so I'm only getting my primary filter. Ah. Anyway, I'm having that whole housing unit redone, but um, I needed the guy to figure out the humidity who rolled his eyes again and told me to disconnect them, which I actually believe him on. I'm going to do that. Yeah. But the point is I didn't pitch him because he didn't work up to this point and do this. He didn't become this company that we're talking about to where somebody gets to the point to where they manage to where they go from three trucks to five to ten to twenty or stop at five or whatever the heck it is. Right. I know that with a property managed HVAC company or plumbing company, somebody can get four or five trucks going and have a pretty damn good life. Yeah. We, I mean, we see that regularly. We see it all the time. We, we take guys who are, heck, we have guys who come in and have got a pickup with a trailer and, and that's all they've got and then Two years later, they got five trucks. There's trucks. a plumber down the street from me with like six, seven trucks. Um, they're wrapped, by the way. I, I don't dog the wrapped entirely. It's fine. Listen, he does actually get a little bit of a presence over on our end of town. Yeah. But he's 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 not more than ten houses down the road. They got a pool. They got this big old uh, RV bus that's pretty cool looking. Older, but he gets it out. And they go on. They they they've got um, a bus that they had cut out the metal on the top of it and left a few overhangs on it and they use it for little um, parades through our neighborhood. We have Fourth of July parade and stuff, <laughs> and they park it on the main road in front of their business. He's got a good life going, man. Yeah. You know, he's got three kids, it looks like But they, he didn't spend that money until he had it. He uh, didn't get that stuff until he was a little more successful, I'm gonna tell you presumably. where I am and where he is, we're both frugal, Yeah. you know? He, he and I both could like upgrade houses probably, but don't, you know? Yeah. He's a frugal guy. Because he's probably doing very well with that. They, he even has a primary property out on <coughs> name the road, but the road that goes into my house, you know, on that main road out there by the lake, cool. has probably thirty thousand cars a day on it, and he's got a property right there, and he's just big old huge billboard for him. Owns his property, I'm sure. Has a nice house down the street from me, where it's modest, but he looks like he lives a really good life. Yeah. You know? And mo anybody watching this that somebody looking to go into business is, that's what they want, essentially. Yeah. There's people who make millions, as you guys know, that dominate parts of town and have like 100 trucks, 50 trucks, 200 trucks. But you may or may not want that. But I think what you don't want is to be the guy that ages and still goes out. Yeah. That's what you don't want. You, you don't want to be the guy who's 50 or even 60, because we see that too. See it all the time. It's still a single, single or two-man operation. See it all the yeah. time. Well, all right. I hope that. Let me make sure I got all my points covered. I hope you enjoyed this one. I thought it was it was a little different one. We haven't. Yeah. There's not many we do that are totally different, and this was totally different, right? It was totally different. Yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you all enjoyed that one. I, I'll say one more thing about this. I'm not here to coach somebody through this, because I get calls on stuff like this. I'm a nice guy. That guy who dropped into the office yesterday, I told you about. Yeah. He wanted us to tell him how to start his company. Yeah. And it's like, that's not really So don't misunderstand. We're not business Listen, we're, we're nice as we can possibly be, respectful of clients. I have two emails right now of people starting up a business that want to call and just 
shoot the shit jaw with me. And I'm tired and 47 and I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it, you know? But I, but I like these, I like these podcasts. When somebody's ready, call us to get a website. We answer any questions, but I have somebody that literally wants me to, I don't have a name, I don't have a website, I don't have anything. I don't even mind making a logo, but I don't want to start going, well, let's see. What name could we come up with? Let me get on to whois.com and start seeing what's and available. Do all of that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy yesterday, he was doing a little bit of that. He was I, like, I am not here for that. Yeah. I am, but we do a fantastic <laughs> job of setting up some. What we will do is set up the website from scratch, write all your content. You send us a few photos. We'll even make a logo and hand you the artwork, up to three revisions without charging you. And then we're month to month on services. We'll make you look huge from beginning, set up Google account and all kinds of stuff. But I don't want to talk about what's going to happen. Guarantees. I don't know. Let me get guarantees. It's like, okay, let's call the devil up. You know, <laughs> make the same deal I made. <coughs> we had a, a message come through on one of our uh, our Facebook page the other day that uh, the young lady who handles our Facebook page for us said, "Oh, I got this lead, and she had it." She sent the guy your number. Said, "Hey, call no one; he'll talk to you." And yeah. He came back with another message. What's your guarantee? Uh, and I was like, "Just send him Nolan's number again." But I doubt anything's going to come of that because yeah. it's SEO, man. Yeah, There's no. no so let's let's talk. This is a can of worms. This yeah. one's gone oh, too yeah, long. But sorry. let's talk about it real quick. <laughs> I will we'll do a brand new site from scratch. You don't have to give us anything. I'll ask a few questions. So we will do a ton. What I don't want to do is talk to somebody like six months before they're even starting. Right. That's a ridiculous waste of my time. Yeah. Sometime yeah. this year I'm starting. Yeah, a that's a phenomenal waste of my time. And I don't want somebody I'm not here for like free consultation services. Somebody may have to pay me five hundred bucks an hour or something, maybe, you know, but nobody wants to do that, right? Right. So so that and then um, we can't guarantee where somebody's gonna show up in search rankings, although we knock it out of the park for people and do a great job. We kick it out of the park and kick ass. However, I don't own Google. And he can't call him, and I can't call him and say, Joe Blow's a great guy. Why don't you just, here's, here's an extra fiver, well, put him up to the top. <laughs> I can tell people what <coughs> some of the results that we've seen over the years with hundreds of clients in certain size markets. Right. And right. I have seen people recently use Righteous Reviews and show up within 60 days in map ranking. But Absolutely we dominant. And actually get dominant in a town of 200,000 but I can't guarantee it or tell you what's going to happen. Because every market's different. And again, we don't own And everybody wants guarantees and salespeople will lie through their teeth to you and tell you that it's going to go well and tell you how many leads you're going to get. And they're lying to you. And since I'm a smart guy at 47 and I'm super blunt and straightforward, I don't do that. I don't lie to you about it. We're going to do better work than anybody else can, but... Nobody knows exactly what's going to happen with your business. Nobody gets guarantees in life. None of that stuff happens. I don't have any. No, you can't call the devil and sign anything. <laughs> I mean, there's dry. There's nobody that. that's going to. They're going to guarantee and lie, and then you're out your money. You got cheap services. You got hoodwinked by a bad company. You find the best company. You sign up. You do the best you can. You you let some faith go in life all the time and you try to pick the best path. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. I just had a guy today. Nolan's philosophy in a nutshell. Listen, I'm a, it's not. I, I, I'm, I'm a very skeptical person. 
I'm the first to be skeptical and it stopped me from many opportunities. Yeah. It has. I just had a guy on the phone today that wants to come by and he's angry at his current company because they don't, he, he wants to get, uh, we've got to nail down deliverables and where we're going and what's going to happen. We don't know, sir, because we don't own the search engine. You're going to come with us because we're the most competent. Right. It's like going into an attorney because we're a professional service. Go, look, I know I murdered somebody, but I need to get out of this. You know, and I'm sure they go I need a guarantee that I need I'm going to be guarantee found not guilty. That I'm going to do this. And they can't. Yeah. They can't. They're going to do the best job they can for their client. And even though it's a horrible analogy, <laughs> it's a similar... It dark. It's a similar... <laughs> <laughs> you want to go dark? Uh, yeah. You bunch of murdering <laughs> bastards. Yeah, I didn't say that. Dude. You went too far, man. You went too far. I always go too far. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, we can't guarantee that stuff, but we do fabulous work. Nobody has integrated services like we do. No one goes into the keywords and the content and integration and reputation management. Well, there just isn't people to do that, but we can't guarantee it because we don't own the search engine. But the best marketing still out there is organic on mapping and organic keywords on Google and search and then integration of pay-per-click if you want to do that. That's the best thing there possibly is. And then you can speculate other stuff, but people can't guarantee stuff. So yeah. that's the one thing that people want there because they call up. This is a, I mean, it fits in here because they're calling up. They're like, they're new. Starting a new HVAC company. I got to make sure every penny counts. I get it. You know? Yeah. No, we do get it. But yeah. Like when you start talking deliverables and stuff like that on SEO, it's all, I mean, it's all ones and zeros, man. There's nothing. <laughs> if there is a report to the client, yeah. I was talking to J-Man about this earlier, so stinking arbitrary to them, they have no idea what they're looking at. Yeah. And there's nothing else to compare it to. Right. To the, to the business owner. Right. What, it's what you want to have happen is have a website go up, start to begin to get the phone to ring and have your life get better and get it to compound and get better. Yeah. And at some point it cuts off. Had somebody out of, uh, we're, this is obviously going to be the only one we do today, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's 40, 42 minutes. Yeah. I had a guy call out of Granberry for HVAC, by the way. And um, he's talking to me now. And there's three business owners. And th this, is, this is where it gets crazy, by the way. And these guys, cumulatively, all three of them, had done $30 million a year in business. Wow. The guy that I was talking to was hooked up with him. Another guy had sold his company and had started back up. So guys, and this is <coughs> this is where people's expectations and stuff gets right. Granberry could be a great location for an HVAC company. Yeah. But the whole county of Hood County, which is outside of Dallas Fort Worth, right. has sixty thousand people in it. <laughs> now they they keep going, they keep calling me. And they're too smart to be doing this crap, frankly. Because I got into it with this guy on the phone. I won't even say his name, but I got into it with him a little bit. Because not, not in a bad way. But he's sitting there and he's kind of wanting and hoping to pull promises out of me. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, Brian had called and this other guy called and he said, Nolan, so what do you think we can get? We need to get the phone ring. We need to get going. I said, look, your partner called and told me y'all did $30 million for it. I said, that doesn't raise you. I said, I still put you on our level one stuff. I'm not raising you because I hear millions. What I hear is that you're wanting to pull $30 million out of 60,000 people in the county, and that ain't going to happen. 
I said, you'd have to have every damn uh, system that ever broke in that city, all business, yeah. you know? All of them break it once and all of them And I you. still don't think you'd get $30 million out of it. So, and you ever a, notice that whenever we talk to a company yeah. that has more than two owners, usually more than one. It's a pain right? in the ass. But if they got more than two, the there's always one guy who yeah. wants a guarantee. Always yeah. one guy who's got that whole slick, salesy, get him in the door. We had that guy one time that was like, get him in the door and victimize him. And we're like, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? You're supposed to be providing services. Yeah, I remember, uh, was that the three guys that showed up in here? I don't think so. Home of the $25 service. Home of the $25 service. If I heard that phrase one more time, I was going to blow my brain. So out. another thing that people do when they're newly starting out is they tell stories. It's fine. Tell a story because you don't understand how to ask the question. Right. I still do it to this day. Everybody does when you don't understand a category. Right. Anyway, so this guy, but this guy knew. And he keeps talking. I said, look, I'm going to lay it on the line with you here because I keep hearing this wanting tone that you're going to do this, that this is going to work, that you're going to pull money out of it. Your, your, your buddy talked about $30 million, and you're talking to me in Hood County, and I grew up here, and I know there's not enough business there to pull it. You could do organic. He said, well, we could get like four or five calls a day. I said, you could get four or five calls a day if you were number one in town on mapping and organic. Yeah, during, but that ain't going to equal $30 million a year during in season. Hood County. He said, well, that'd be fine. I said, but your site just started and everything, and you just need to get started on it. He said, well, we just need to do paid. The last guy didn't do a good enough job. I said, did he not do a good enough job or is there no damn business? <laughs> <laughs> or are there only 60,000 people? And then he wants to add Parker County. I'm like, okay, and maybe maybe the Benbrook side of Tarrant County. Right. And so he's going into this stuff. I said, that's fine, but now you're talking about riding three horses at one time and you hadn't ridden one horse well. I said, so I'd like to get into Hood County first and get the town of Granbury under control. Yeah. Get into mapping, get the organic going, and get the other stuff going. I said, what I can't do for you is solve your hopes and wants and dreams that you'd like to do all of it in this perfect little town with a nice lake in it, by the way, where you all, all probably live on the lake and ride your boats around, right? Two of the towns involved with have your F two hundred and fifty, with your wave runners, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I want thirty million dollars, and then they want me for much less than a thousand dollars a month to start murmuring guarantees of how many calls they're going to get. And I'm like, this isn't going down a good road. No, you know. No. I said I'd rather, you know. He said, well, I said, thanks for being honest with me. I said, sir, why would I be honest with you? We're $99 to start month to month, and you're asking for hundreds of leads in a town that can't possibly produce them for you. I don't want to spend thousands of dollars, have all this, you know, mistakes out here or this mistaken feeling of what could have possibly happened in your area. Point is, they're not new, but they're newly starting up, and they're trying to get people to do guarantees and trying to get, he said, well, we just need more. We've got money to spend. People just can't deliver. I said, no, there's not possibly enough leads in that town, man. Yeah. I said, Let's that, They did all this, this business once before, and they have not realized that they're starting over. Dude, the business was in Tarrant County, where, well, by the way, go. people, there's like 2 million people. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it did it all. 850,000 in Fort Worth alone. And now these guys, with enough money to cush back, moved to basically a retirement city yeah. here in the Metroplex, and they're over there freeballing it with their F-250s and wave runners. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm talking to Jason over here. And, I, and, and now they want all the business to come out of the little resort community. Yeah, and that's and for people who don't know, that's what Granberry is. It's about... 45 minutes southwest. Great. I'd love to live it's there. It's a cute little town. I would love to be there. a nice there. lake there. Yeah. It's, 
It's a great basically, lake. Basically a widened portion of the Brazos River. Yeah. And when it's not in drought, it's a nice lake. It's fantastic. It's a fantastic but place to live. Does not have $30 million a year. No, it does not. Anyway, guys, besides all that, man, organic and online and paid is stinking awesome. It's what you ought to be doing. There is nothing else to do that will produce that much. you got to do it. Not, not in this day and age, no. We just got off on a whole tangent about promises <laughs> and guarantees and deals with the devil and free balling it. <laughs> <laughs> and dudes who did a lot of business once before. Yeah, you have two fifties and your wave runners and your craft beers. <laughs> I just spent all my money on F two fifty wave runners, upgrading my wife and craft beer. You webmasters need to produce seller. more. Yeah, and then they call out, oh, "We need more. <laughs> we need more." <laughs> that happens too all the time. That's the position you want to be in, by the way. Yeah. All the wrinkles out of your belly, everything worked. And you, you're unreasonable and want more. <laughs> <laughs> that happens too. That's step two. That's the step you hope to get to. Is like, right. I'm an unreasonable egotistical bastard. <laughs> <laughs> more leaves. More, more. Sitting on top of the mountain, man. That happens all the time. Yes, we'd, it does. We'd like to put you up there on top of the mountain and get your ego about this big. I am, I am done for the I'm day. Buggered. I'm done, man. Call us when you're ready. We'd love to hear from you. I hope you enjoyed that one. Take it easy.